This podcast is brought to you in part by Shorewinder, the industry-leading tool for winding residential and commercial springs with a cordless drill. Let us shoulder the burden for you. And check us out at Shorewinder.com. Hey guys, before we get into the show, I need to let you know, not only do I own a garage door company, I also own and run a marketing agency. If you need help with your marketing, make sure you contact us at 404-445-3494 or check us out at garagedoormarketing.co. That's garagedoormarketing.co. Hey guys, welcome to Torch and Talk Podcast. Uh, we are here at IDA, like we have been for the last few shows. And um, hopefully you're not tired of my voice by now, but... I don't know what episode you just heard, but if it's the one we just recorded, I'm still freaking shaking from all the excitement. It was pretty freaking incredible. Apparently a crowd was behind me and people were flocking over here. Uh, lots of controversy, but um, I, I'm very passionate about internet spam and stealing business and money from my family. So uh, we're going we're gonna to join forces with those guys and try to help out. But on a totally different topic. I got a guy that I absolutely love in the business. He seems to always be smiling, cracking jokes, having a good time. And uh, and I love him to death. Chris Lowry, What's how are up, you, Ryan? sir? I'm excellent. I, I'm glad you can say my last name because yours is, I've Lucia. heard of it. Is it? Lucia. It's not Lucia? No, nah, man. Lucia. Oh, well. Like do, Chia Pet. Do, and now, can you say Merlin's last name? Thoyer. Thor, Thor, that's about as far as I yeah. got with that one. <laughs> I don't know. There's a couple last names. I did find out that I was doing Dubois wrong. It's not? It's Dubois. Oh, I wouldn't have never got nah, that. Dude, no, dude. It's like way, saying St. Louis, you know? <laughs> or or like, I don't know. There's I don't know. So, uh, But he did correct me and tell me the correct way to say it. It was It's Dubois. Oh, that's very nice of him. Yeah, not Dubois. Dubois just sounds super like. Uh, French? Canadian? Yeah, I don't know. Is that French? what that is? Yeah. So anyway, how are you, bro? Um, overall or just today? Overall and today. <laughs> overall, I'm always good. Yeah. I woke up any good. day above a good above ground is a good day. Yeah, yeah. That's what I always say. Um, this morning I was a little slow starting, but uh, of course we came around. Yeah. Where were you at last night? We were at Poplar Pub. Okay. Did I see you there? No, we we just missed. Did each we other. miss each other? Yeah. Uh, we stopped in for like. 10 minutes yeah do you have you landed hours. in any one spot for no longer than dude i'm i i sneak away i noticed yeah i'm one of those guys that, like i'll tell them i'm like all right we're gonna go in this bar we're gonna circle around i'm gonna shake hands and then we're gonna dip right you're not a goodbye <laughs> guy you're not i'm a, not you're a I'm where's not. ryan guy. yeah i literally <laughs> just disappear and uh but but i do i do enjoy seeing everybody and shaking their hands i just um Honestly, I think I get like social anxiety. Really? Yeah, a little bit. Um, I, I do really well in one-on-one -on -one conversations. Right. In large groups, um, I, f I sometimes say stupid stuff for whatever reason, uh, but I, I'm, I feel anxious, and so I think that drives that. Oh, and no, that so, makes sense. Yeah, I, I don't. I well, don't I see your badge says speaker, so I mean. No, yeah, I don't mind speaking in, uh, in front of large groups. Um, I don't know. It's weird. Like, there's just certain. Is it a control thing? Like, you know what you're talking about to a group of yeah, people? Yeah, maybe. Or a structure thing more yeah. than control. Maybe and then, should, and I, I also say. have a hard time. I was telling him last night, like, uh, some people uh, treat me differently because I have a podcast. Really? Yeah, not in a bad way though. Like, they, 
I don't know, Adrian, how would you put it? They treat me kind of special. It feels awkward to me. I'm not like, uh, I don't like center of attention. Is it bad that I don't find you that special? Yeah, no, I mean, that's I mean, perfect. I mean, you're an awesome, no, yeah, that's you're exactly an awesome dude. I, I love it. you like a brother. That's but like, exactly how I want it, We're right? just two guys yeah. talking. So I, 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 I don't like self gratification i guess is probably i don't know yeah i know you don't seem to I'm be not, that person that, i'm not attention hungry yeah so i uh when i get a lot of attention it's about me in front of a lot of people i feel like my pants are going to fall down or something right. so i get uh that's why you dip out yeah <laughs> i just ride out right so, i'll be going um, to the bathroom yeah you know how many people you left when you leave they go well, where's Ryan? i just bought him a drink man go, that's uh-huh. a podcast guy Shut he's up. gone You're oh lying. my gosh no way. I, I took care of those for yeah, you. Yeah, I'm though. sure. Yeah, there's no problem. There's a good team that we have of yeah, taking yeah. care of that stuff. Yeah. So um, who are you with? A1 Garage Door Service. Which you guys are blowing up. Yeah, we are. We're looking at a couple markets right now, opening in a few more states. I think we're looking to do probably maybe five more markets this Congratulations, year. Congratulations, man. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. I mean, what Tommy's doing with growth is pretty remarkable. It is. Um the way he's got it set up, just the business model. Yeah. The way he's able to scale is yeah. really crazy because it's like. And we, it's hard to set that in place for a home service company. Right. I mean, we're like, I don't, I still haven't seen exactly how it works, but I know that it happens because we are in those markets. Yeah. But for just to go in and like, we were just in Washington. Don't worry, people in Washington. We're coming to every state, so you're not special. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, but like, we go up, we send our A team for couple weeks and they scout everything out and come back and next thing you know we're doing we're we got texts from to where i'm in phoenix in the headquarters we're sending texts up in trucks going you're in you're you're going to washington for three weeks yeah just to start open this market and then trainees come in and all of a sudden now we're now we're there that's crazy and the i'm i'm van envious Ooh, that is a nice van isn't it yeah dude when you posted that i took a screenshot and sent it to my general manager i was like this is a freaking van it's i've never had a better setup for service residential service yeah I, I, there's nothing to tie down on the truck on the top everything's tubes yeah but as a service tech i'm not changing sections i don't right. have i don't have to strap one to the top yeah. But there's no cruise control. It's the only thing I don't like. Really? But if that's the worst thing that happens, I'd yeah, be yeah. okay. I mean, like, the setup is so efficient and clean and organized. I think if you keep it organized, it just makes you go faster. Oh, absolutely. Make sure you have everything you and need. And the trash bins are built in separate steel and paper and cardboard and stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's really So let super. me ask you a question. With um, how do you guys in each market keep stock? or inventory. I always wonder about that because your headquarters are in Arizona, mm-hmm. but you guys have places everywhere. Right. How do you guys stock your trucks? Amar. Okay. So and you if, guys work with Amar Yeah. Yeah. Well, you. obviously you're a proponent of the service Titan yeah, as yeah. well am I. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, but it's tracks our inventory through the week and then okay. they send our load out to the local distribu- distribution center. And, and you just go I show up. up, tell them my truck number. They have a cart with all my stuff on it. Put nice. it back on, re-inventory everything, go about my day. So That's it's, a, it's a nice setup. So smart, dude. <sighs> I wish I was that smart. I know, me too. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Right. It's, uh, it's tough for me um, trying to transition from software guy to home service guy. Um, it's been a real struggle for me. Well, you still keep your foot in the 
in that little pool I with do. the marketing and stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah. think you'll ever let no, that go. No, I don't. Um, so that's my passion. And uh, part of what's what's evolved and bubbled up the last few years, I, I really wanted to chase after my passion. I should have started a marketing company when I started the garage door company, honestly. Um, you mean instead of or with? Kind of instead of. I mean, not, not that I regret it, but I probably would be a $40 million marketing company right now. You think that there's going to be a point where such and such is bigger than Aaron? Oh, hell yes. Not even close. Not even a... It won't even be close. No. Not even a chance. Um, Aaron Overhead Doors can't possibly scale at the rate that a marketing company can who can sell internationally. Right. And all I have to do is do a good job for as long as I humanly can. And people will tell other people. And then as soon as I have enough money to actually do marketing for my own garage work or my own marketing company, we're going to start ramping up and pushing real hard. Wait, wait, wait. You're not even marketing your market. marketing company. Nah, dude. We get clients through the podcast, um, referrals. Yeah, uh, word of mouth. Yeah, but I've got... Because I've been doing marketing for so long, I also know a lot of business owners in the industry, like in different industries. Well, you're helping Cabral out, right? Yeah, Phil. Yeah, he's awesome. I love Phil. I love him, dude. He's so easy. He's honestly, all my clients. One like of the that. nicest person you. Have. I know. Him and Roman. Roman's just about. But probably the nicest, the nicest but one of the only dudes you don't want to piss off. No, that's. <laughs> I've seen. I got firsthand knowledge of that's not a good idea. I heard semi story like him and Scott were wrestling or something, right? They they may have rolled around for a minute. Um, I don't know if wrestling is what you want to call it. Um, so it, that didn't end well for Scott. Um, he tapped. <laughs> and if you want to see the video, it's on my wife's I phone. I do <laughs> want to see the video. Nah, I mean like train jujitsu. Have you ever oh, done jujitsu before? I, it, it's exhausting to watch. I, I did it. And um, just the warm-up doing the shrimp is, like, exhausting. And then you have to, like, rest around on the floor with a bunch of dudes. And um, I, I literally almost broke a rib, and I called my buddy who got me in it, and I was like, dude, I, I'm 40, man. Well, I was 39 at the time. I was like, I don't know that I'm going to get out of this without a whole bunch of, like, like damage done to my body. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, bro. He's like, I got uh, one guy I was uh, sparring with or whatever uh, did this to me. And he's like, I'm recovering now. And I'm like, how often do you get hurt? He's like, three or four times a year. I'm like, I'm done. <laughs> done. That's it. Yeah. So um, there's a good level of respect, I think, that's built within that community. Yeah. And I think for yourself, once you once you have that comfort level, like, I know this and I can yeah. handle myself. Um, I was good at it. That's the thing. I was good at it. I just can't. I don't know, man. I don't, I can't, I'm not a fighter. I I'm don't want to hop around. You don't seem for like a fighter six weeks anymore. There's days when I want to punch people in the face. Well, that's every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I do, I do crave sometimes impact, whether that's me hitting or somebody hitting me. Like I don't know what that is. Oh, right. Testosterone, maybe. Probably. I don't know. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I mean, I grew up probably being more violent than I should have. Um, it happens. And maybe one day my story will come out, but uh, yeah. people will judge me. So I'm going to keep that tight. That's all right. I think you've, whatever, whatever that story is, I think you've bloomed into an excellent individual. Thank you, bro. <laughs> I appreciate that. So what's your background? How did you get into the business? Um, it was, I was a shop guy in um, 1997. 
I was reading the newspaper looking for a job. Um, Crawford Door Sales in Ypsilanti, Michigan needed a shop guy. 12 bucks an hour. No I, didn't, I, I didn't care. That's awesome. So I get in and- How old were you? 19. Okay. 41 now, so. Dang, dude. It's crazy, dude. I don't. I never thought I could keep a job this long in the same industry. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it was, so it was just, uh, we did Richard Wilcox at the time. Yeah. Um, we were mainly commercial. We would get our- How our, do you like Richard Wilcox? I haven't messed with them in 20 years. Oh, yeah. But when we would get them, we'd get 30-foot slabs of panels, yeah. and we were doing everything, building hardware boxes, cutting springs, coning springs, building track, building high lift. We designed everything in-house. I still haven't learned the dynamics between Rayner and Richard Wilcox yet, but they're associated, I, affiliated. Something. I think so. Anyway, I don't know. So, yeah, then, yeah, yeah, no, so, I mean, that, I was able to learn the parts of the door and I knew how to cone a spring before I even knew how to wind one or clamp one. Really? I could make one. I don't know what to do with it. I yeah, can put it on a truck. Yeah, a lot of people who can wind one that don't know how to make one. <laughs> right. I mean, we made duplex springs right in house. Yeah. You just put it together. Yeah. So then I was, so one installer would need a helper for the day. So they'd pick one of the shop guys. Apparently I was the least retarded out of all of them. <laughs> so. so I'd jump on the truck and it, and it started to click. Yeah. And then it got to the point where it was the installers needed help we want chris and then it was you need to buy some tools and then it was here's the keys to your new rig and nice. i was like somer is a european-based garage door opener manufacturer who has recently opened somer usa out of charlotte north carolina serving more than 90 countries worldwide with our 40 years of experience somer produces one of the highest quality openers on the market Combining German engineering and manufacturing, Somer uses direct drive technology to make their openers and opener accessories durable, long-lasting, quiet, and with the maximum lifting force. Further, Somer has earned both IDA and DASMA certifications by maintaining the quality and innovation standards set in place by national and international garage door associations. Maintaining these standards has allowed Somer to create the most versatile operator on the market, featuring unique optimization and diagnostic tools to make their operator perfect for every job and every customer. For more information on Somer operators, visit somer-usa.com, that's S-O-M-M-E-R-USA.com, or contact their Charlotte office at 877-766-6607. To the point where it was, the installers needed help, we want Chris. And then it was, you need to buy some tools, and then it was, here's the keys to your new rig. And nice. I was like. That feels so good. It really man. does. It really and I does. I love when I hire a guy, like I've got a guy, Chase. Um, and, and Chase is probably one of the more capable people I've ever met. But sometimes flies under the radar because he doesn't want to probably take on more responsibility than right. he wants. Young kid, still trying to figure life out, you know. Well, uh, I get that. But I've known him since he was a kid. Like, yay tall, right? Mm -hmm. So. Um, he came to me, he was um, doing ministry, uh, kind of dropped out of that and decided that, um, you know, he wanted to get a job, was going through a hard time trying to find his identity and understand who he was. And uh, I was like, he was like, bro, can I come work for you? And I'm like, man, I really don't have a budget for somebody right now. He's like, I'll work for free. I'm like, what? I like, still got to insure you. Yeah, I'm if not you get gonna, hurt, cop doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make you work for free. I right. said, but I can pay you cheap until, you know, if you can show value and generate revenue, then you can make a good living. Right. So he came on. Now he's doing door installs and repairs, and it's been a little over a year, probably a year and a half, and um, 
he does a lot of things right. He's still learning, but right. he's young. He's got a good attitude. And one of my favorite things about him is when he gets done for the day, he comes back to the shop and he knocks on my door. My door is usually open. And he'll be like, hey, boss, you good? And I'll be like, yeah, man, how was your day? And we talk about his day for a minute. And then he heads out. That's and awesome. That's, that's a, my, isn't my that nice to have that relationship with I an love employee, it, dude. though? Yeah, and, and he's such a good kid, man. And, and his future's bright. I don't know what he wants to do long term, but I know short term this is where he wants to be. Um, right. But watching people go from kind of running errands and uh, and cleaning the warehouse to installing and repairing doors, it's very gratifying. It's, yeah, absolutely. To watch the evolution. And that's part of you. You're part of that. Yeah. Whatever your system you put in place is is making that possible. So yeah. I mean, you can take a little credit for that. I'll, I'll take a little. A little. Not a lot. <laughs> I can't take too much. But so, what's your future hold, bro? What do you want to do? I'm I'm really really digging where I'm at right yeah. now. Um, and that's great. It's it's an awesome company. If I'm Tommy Mello, dude, I'm loving hearing that. Yeah. Oh awesome. no, absolutely. He's put it. He's put it. I worked on. I'm I, not a lot, but more than three door companies. Um, yeah. And I've been around other people who work for different door companies, and what we have is unique, mm-hmm. also proprietary. But um, the way we operate, the stuff that we do, the way he has it set up and it's structured. Everybody has a lane. You stay in your lane. Yeah. I, I know with smaller businesses I work for, there's the girl in the office who does accounts receivable, accounts payable, right. ordering springs. Well, I need a spring for this job three days later. Your job schedule, what happened to that spring? Well, I didn't order it. I got busy with something else. Right. We have inventory. We have service. We have sales. I mean, that is their job to do. Yeah. So That's awesome. Um, in the future, I don't know. I mean, I'm happy with what I'm doing now, but I definitely, I'm not happy being this forever. Yeah. I'd like to scale, um, get into more training maybe. Yeah. Um, You'd be good at that. Hand, maybe I, traveling around, training crews. Yeah, and stuff. Um, Phoenix is our hub. Yeah. So you will work in another market for a few weeks. Once you've proved your worth, we'll fly to Phoenix and you stay in the A1 apartments. We have our own little apartment That's complex. Awesome. Get a truck, you work with us. Um, so I'm training now. That's what I did train the trainer earlier to help yeah. with that. Um, so we get guys in the senior techs. If you're a senior tech, then you are a trainer. Yeah. So that is part of my responsibility. Not always fun, though, because uh, you get a class of 15 trainees, sometimes 10 go home with jobs. Yeah. you got to tell them, look, you are a nice guy like you, but this ain't cut out for you, dude. Right. You're going to get hurt. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't have technical knowledge right now. Are you guys hiring experienced people or people from outside the industry? Um, I think we gear toward right now people with pretty much no experience. No experience. We want we it's we kind of the best we are finding people with drive. Yeah. If I want to I want to know how like uh, Tommy preaches a lot. If you go out and you have a waitress that's really awesome, yeah. or a bartender, or an oil change guy that's just always going above and beyond, does a job to a T. Those are the people we want. Yeah. If you have that enthusiasm, charisma. We have a place for you. Yeah. We can put you in our call center. If, right. you, if you're great at talking to people, and we'll pay you well, too. Yeah. Um, so there's a good referral program, and we try to get those people in. Um, it was hard for me, being a seasoned tech, paid by the hour, to go to a commission-based position, because mm-hmm. it was foreign to me. And right. even Tommy was, they were reluctant. They're like, we're not sure if you're going to be able to change your, you've been doing a long time. Can right. you adopt our processes and what we do? And I can apparently, yeah. but um, it was it was a tough transition for me to just to, to change the whole way you do yeah, your business. We were talking about that earlier. I don't remember who we were talking to. I've talked to so many people today. 
Huh? About, oh, it was um, Jameson. Yeah, yeah we Jay, he's, I met him last night. Really cool guy. Cool guy, smart guy. And we were talking about uh, the transition when hiring, because most of the people in Atlanta are subcontractors. Right. And when you interview wow. these people, I mean, I'm blunt about it. I'm like, dude, you know, subcontractor <clears throat> from employees, different world. I'm going to take care of you. You're going to get paid vacation. I pay for fuel. I pay for tools, truck, everything. And, you know, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to do my best. You got to do your job, though, right? Like, and then I don't want to hear a bunch of complaining if something's going to take 30 minutes and I'm wasting your time. Right. You're it's, an employee now. Yeah, it doesn't like, work that I way. I bought your time. Right. Like, you're, you know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. Yeah, we had that conversation. And it's, it's a tough transition right. for a lot of contractors who view their freedom and their flexibility to go into full employment with a well, company. Well, right, because you know, nobody wants you banged out your two doors for the day. Yeah, hey, home, hey, dude, we got a call. service call right around the corner for yeah. you. Well, I'm not doing that. Well, yes, you are. Yeah, you are. Yeah. <laughs> kind of, you are. Yeah, and it's unfortunate. Um, but, I mean, I think companies who value their employees, they do a good job of trying to find that balance. Of, oh, absolutely. You know, not sending you an hour. Well, your employee is one of your best customers. Yeah, absolutely. They, they come to you every day. Yeah. I mean, that's you need to take care of them as much, if not more, because yeah. they're going to be a direct reflection of you 100%. in the field. When my guys go out, I get phone calls occasionally, um, and it'll be a customer who says, you know, Matt was out here, and I just want to tell you about a conversation that I had with him. And I'm like, all right. And I'm thinking something's wrong. And they're like, dude, this guy spent 15 minutes after he did the repair telling me how much he loves working for your company. And I thought you should know. And I'm like, that's Did your really head cool. swell like 10 no, times? Or your heart really, went pitter-patter yeah, a little heart, bit? Yeah, but I, That's I a compliment. Dude, that is such dude, a compliment. Dude, it's huge, man. And for customers to hear that, like, I don't know. It just, this is my baby. Right. You know, like I started this from scratch with four and a half days of training. <laughs> and and here I was trying to figure things out and scratches, bumps, bruises, blood, sweat, tears. And then I got people in garages singing the praises of my, right. my baby saying that they really enjoy being here. And uh, and that's that's probably the ultimate um thing for me someone asked me recently like what's your goal like what are you trying to mm -hmm. accomplish you want to be the biggest garage oh, right i was like no actually uh before i started the company i wrote my goals down and my goal was to be the best place to work and they were like well that's weird and i'm like not really because if you're the best place to work then it's not hard to get employees good ones if you get good employees get stay. most likely what will happen is they'll stay and you'll be more profitable because they're going to work harder love what they do and it's going to spread into your customers and then you don't have customers you got champions and the champions tell their friends and family it's a trickle down effect. oh absolutely so for me best place to work would be number one and sad enough to say i wish i could sit here and tell you i've done a phenomenal job of building <laughs> like the ultimate culture but i've failed in a lot of ways and i'm, I'm trying to get better um and Josh is doing a good job of being my general manager and taking over. But yeah, how's that working out? Is that dude, nice freeing up that oh time? He God, seems like a really bro. solid dude. He's awesome. And I talk a lot, and he doesn't. No. I know. <laughs> surprise, surprise. Um, but he doesn't, right? So when I, it almost reminds me not to talk too much because I'm sitting there talking. And right. He, I look over, and he's just sitting there like, 
smiling. And I'm do you like, feel like he's not getting his words in? Like, should I shut up and let he's you say so something? Patient. Yeah, I kind of do. Like, and now, so I'm, I'm more, I try to pay attention to it more where I'm like, uh, all right, I'm going to finish this. And then Josh, you take over. Yeah. You know? I, see, I have a question for you. I have a lot of, I've, I, a lot of our friends are owner operators. Yeah. Um, ask away. Dude. Right. Exactly. And they're, and it's, uh, and they're smaller companies. You only got two or three guys. How hard is it for you to turn over, not, so, not to say turn your business over, mm -hmm. but I know a lot of guys have a hard time delegating responsibility because like you said, this is my baby, yeah. I, blood, sweat, and tears. And people, I think people take on too much. I see people who try to do, do. and they don't delegate properly because they're afraid they're going to lose what they built. Yeah. So one of the hottest topics with garage door companies in 2020 is what's the best dispatch software? I run my business with Service Titan. I wouldn't have it any other way. Service Titan is the premium software that allows you to run every aspect of your business quickly and smoothly. It's not just a dispatch software. I use them for credit card processing, marketing automation, business intelligence, follow-up, and even maintenance agreements. My staff likes it because they can build quotes quickly and easily, and the price is already there. I like it because I get a ton of five-star reviews from customers who love the automated communication. We've seen a huge increase in our revenue per job by offering set pricing and multiple quotes. If you're interested in scheduling a demo with Service Titan, go to servicetitan.com forward slash torsion talk or call 888-809-7457. This is my baby. Yeah. I, blood, sweat, and tears. And people, I think people take on too much. I see people who try to do, do, and they don't delegate properly because they're afraid they're going to lose what they built. Yeah. So it really is a heart thing, honestly, in my opinion. Um, I am really good at starting companies from scratch and growing them to a certain point. And then I, I sad enough to say, I don't mean this in a negative manner, but I kind of lose interest or focus. One of the two happened. No, I get it. And last uh, August, uh, well, two August ago, in 2018, I launched a commercial department in another company. Um, this company was a parts company, e-commerce store. And um, August of 2019, I launched a marketing company, such and such. Right. And then did the podcast. So here I am running a garage door service company that's growing, doing well. But when you're growing and doing well, there's a lot of stuff that floats up. And your guys need attention, need to know that you're bought in. They're not going to be any more like I'm the owner. Your guys aren't going to be more bought in than you. No. And if you're not 100% bought in, where do you think they are? Right. So if I'm 80% bought in because I'm focused on all this other stuff, they're 60% bought in. Guess what? I'm falling short of gold. Right. Well, it would be a bit hypocr hypocritical for 100%. you to go, you need to put 100 in this company. 100%. And they look at you and go, dude, dude I'm I, you're here twice a week and you have a driver that drives you yeah, around. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'm sitting here like, okay, uh, what's going on? I'm evaluating things. And all the fingers pointed back at me. 100%, dude. I'm taking all the blame. And I'm like, how do I fix this? I've overcommitted myself. I'm stretched to the max. I'm getting in the office between five and six in the morning. I'm leaving between seven and eight in the afternoon. Never see your kids. I mean, I see my, I put them to bed. Right. And then on the weekends, I shut it down and then I'm, I spend all my time with them. But I get an hour to two hours with them every night. And so I just got to the point where I'm like, you know what? Number one, my heart's going to explode if I don't <laughs> do something soon, right? Um, number two, 
I am wired to work probably more than most people. I do. I work fast. I work hard. I enjoy it. It's fun for me. But if it's your baby, you care for it more than you care for your own pride. And that's when I realized it's kind of like my daughter, right? Let's take my daughter, for example. She just turned 11. I love her playing softball. Love it. I love going to the ballpark all day, tournaments, whatever. But there's times where she don't want to do it. And so I sit down with her. I'm like, do you love this? And she's like, some days I do and some days I don't. And I'm like, well, let's finish this season. And if you don't want to do it next season, that's fine. Right. But you finish what you start. You finish what you start. So I'm in this position where I want to finish what I started. But I don't want to be so selfish that I drive it into the ground. You know what I'm saying? No, it makes perfect sense. And so I, I, I knew I needed help. And so I hired Josh. We're probably far from a place where I think anybody wants to give me anything uh, that I would be willing to accept, honestly. Right. Well, I mean, you, it's tough to get that valuation. Yeah. What your heart and your brain think it Correct. is versus. So we what's would on get paper. we would work hard to get it to a certain place before we sold it. If, if that's 100% what right. we're going to do. So is your online store, that's a storefront, right? You can walk yeah. in and buy. We do have a storefront. We have e-commerce, and um, it's been kind of unique. We're now shipping doors all over the country. Weird. I don't know. They, well, that's okay. Yeah. Why would, shipping doors. Okay. Why would they want to buy from your Good question. I asked down the road? them that. Like, why like, are you buying doors yeah, from me? No I literally know the distributor in yeah. your area. No, no, no. I've asked people and told them. There's people in your local area that can sell you this door. And they're like, no, no, no. We want to buy from you. And I'm like, well, okay, okay, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to freaking argue with no, you. No, I'm not turning down money. <laughs> that's, yeah. I'm not doing it. So I, had, um, I just had a lady in Houston who wanted a CHI plank door. And she found it, somehow found my website. And um, so she wanted the door. And I was like, hey, you know, I don't have a way to get it to you, but I can try to find one. So I found one, called her up told her i got somebody in your area that can deliver the door she's like who is it I'm like i'm not really willing to tell you right i put in a lot of work right right because you're just gonna call them yeah so i so i was like uh i said you know if you if you don't want the door i understand you can probably find somebody local to get it for you um you know unfortunately i've got like two and a half hours in on this i would like to sell you the door but i totally understand if you want to go somewhere else and um I didn't get the door. They ended up going with a, like a local dealer with a cheaper door or whatever, not even getting that door. Right. But, uh, I mean, yeah, it's, I, I like scalable things. And Tommy's proven that garage doors can be scaled to a, a high scalable model. I don't have the resources he has, I don't think. Because I see him spending money. And I'm like, I ain't got that money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he's been in business a lot well, longer. Well, it takes than I money to, to make money. Yeah, I mean, it does. So, um, yeah. But, I mean, but I don't think you'd be happy in that model, though. I don't think. Probably not. I don't think that would work because. I don't think that's. That's me. putting all your eggs in one basket. You're yeah. not a one basket guy. No, I'm not. Um, but Darian runs my e-commerce stuff, and and she helps with all the customers that walks in, and she's freaking amazing, dude. She does a great job. See that e-commerce, that storefront, you can keep that forever. As yeah. long as you can keep it staffed. I mean, yeah. what is it? Well, I got the idea because we were doing installs for Lowe's. Um, and when we went into the customer's house to do, like, the site check, 
you get cussed out half the time. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? And the customers were so frustrated by how long it took and whatever. And they thought it was our fault. I'm like, we just got the document to come out here like two days All ago. Right. I'm like, I'm sorry. You know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be rude, but I don't think it's us. I don't want a bad review. You know, right. so I'm, I'm telling them like, we just got it. You know, like I'm here's the date. Yeah. Here's the paperwork. Look at it. You know, I just got it yesterday. We're here today. And then, um, you know, we got to order the door and unfortunately that's out of our hands too. And, and by the time everything went wrong, if anything went wrong during that process, it was held. Cause you have a third party involved yeah. there too. And, and, and the third party, unfortunately didn't do a great job with the process. You got two third parties, you got Amar and you got Lowe's. And as much as I love both of those companies, I don't think that the process is great. And so I was like, I can do a better job. And so that was the idea behind it was launching the e-commerce site. And oh, okay. I feel like you're interviewing me. I'm supposed to. I know. Well, I, I hear, I, well, I listen to you all the time. <laughs> I listen to you ask questions. I'm like, well, I wonder what Ryan thinks about this. Yeah, I want to ask feel him. Feel free, ask away, but mm. I talk a lot, so. Well, yeah, it, it, it takes, I don't want to bear the burden of conversation. I can throw it back yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, I, I get it. <laughs> Any other questions you got for me? I'm happy to answer anything. Oh, I know. Um, what's the coolest garage door job you've ever did, location-wise? Coolest place you've ever been to service or install a door? Um, that's a good question. So there's probably, I like full-view glass doors. Okay. Love them. Um, so I would say there's three jobs that probably stand out the most. The first countertop door that I did uh, in Cumming, Georgia, it was a, a CHI powder-coated black, powder-coated track, a little five-by-four glass door. Love that job, and that sparked something in me. So we started marketing for that, and that launched a whole new thing where now we do a lot of those. Um, we did a brewery, roof patch, roof pitch, full-view glass doors all the way around the building. Uh, that was a fun job. Uh, and then we did a detached garage where it was like really high end and we did five full view glass doors on that one um side mounts and the guy had like a koi pond and so if you take the right picture you could see all the fish at the bottom of the picture in the grass well landscaped yard and then the building with the full view glass doors it's probably on your website uh it is <laughs> and we ran an ad on that and it got just ridiculous ridiculous amounts of clicks and shares and that's so awesome stuff like that so that's those, fun to do those yeah i like jobs that are um complicated uh we did a roll-up door on a dock um don't know if that was the best application but uh sectional was completely out of the picture and um, the customer was had eight garage door companies out there and was like nobody will touch this i'm like i'll touch it <laughs> good i'll do it how many times have you been back to that one uh twice not but, bad no it hasn't been bad um, the tough part is, is that the dock sways and you got a roll-up door on right. it. Right. Um, but we've been able to get the motor and everything balanced to the point where... Is it a true rolling steel or is it no, a, like, we, a it like a sheet, sheet door? door. He yeah. wanted a sheet door. I talked to him about it. Like, this isn't the best application right. for this, but... Right. How, many, how many trucks, deliveries are you getting? That's not a high yeah. cycle kind of... No. So it, it was fine. He, he had a budget he was trying to stay within. I gave him the disclaimer. He wanted to move forward. And hey, if you were fully open with him, hey, this yeah. is your options. These are the possibilities. Yeah. If you want it, we'll do it. Yeah. So if it's safe, I'll do it. If yeah. If it's not, I won't. I think the coolest one, probably the coolest one I ever did was uh, we did the, uh, are you familiar with Detroit at all? 
the I've Renaissance been in Detroit, Center. But no, not not. The, I was a kid. The Renaissance Center is the tallest building in. It's GM headquarters right now. Yeah. So it's the one tower in the center, and there's four towers around it, and each one of them has a window washer cart building on top. Huh. So we put a rolling steel curtain on the roof of the Renaissance Center, nice. and you could see you could at least you could see 50 miles into Canada from the top of that building. Nice. It was um, logistically was a pain to get it up there. Yeah. We had to use the window washer cart to bring all the materials up the side of the building. Yeah. We couldn't take them up an elevator. Yeah. So that was cool. We also did the worst some work at the DEA building. That was interesting. Oh, that's cool. That was interesting. Yeah. Because they had this whole I'll never forget. It's an underground parking. Um, it was right after 9-11, so everything's big concrete barriers. Yeah. You couldn't get near this building. So we pulled underneath, and you could see this surveillance van. It was like a work truck. And it was like an 89 Chevy van with a ladder, no dirt, no grease, nothing. I looked at it and went, there's no way any. Yeah. That's not even That's believable. Not a that is not a believable work, man. Yeah. You guys got to dirty it up. Right, bit. do something. Yeah. But it was, yeah, no, that's, those, some of those are cool. That's Commercial gets you into some cool places. I love commercial. Um We've done some pretty cool commercial jobs like Mavis Tire, mm -hmm. like some 22s by 10 or something like that. We did a couple of those on one. You get three 22-foot full-view glass doors uh, with no side room, barely any headroom. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, we've done some decent jobs. But, I mean, we're still fairly small and new to the commercial side. So right. I don't have a whole lot to brag about. No, that's all right. Jobs, but I How's your commercial going? How's it? It's good. Um, you know, uh, speaking of Josh, so unfortunately we've been unable to find a qualified full-time employee to fill our commercial tech, our lead commercial mm -hmm. tech position. So that's put us in a position where, uh, we're subbing some stuff out and we're having to use Josh as kind of like a dual role for GM and kind of project manager for commercial. And, uh, that's not the intention. So we're we're trying hard. Do you keep that separate? Do your residential guys go do commercial service calls, or do you try no, to I keep mean, that a separate they'll help entity? out sometimes when we need them. So we've had that, um, but most of the time we have commercial and then we have residential. Yeah, so I know some people are a fan of the hybrid. Some people don't like yeah. it. I think it's too hard to properly stock a truck if you're doing too yeah, much. Yeah, for sure. Because I mean, hey, you go out here and do this, and you show up and you go, well, I don't have these. I don't have room right. for these parts. I don't even have a freaking ladder to get me up to. Right. It. Yeah, so it's it's a challenge, um, but once we get that right guy in place, it's going to be really good. Because oh yeah, Josh can then focus on on running the business day to day operations and helping drive revenue, and um, and then I can focus more on like getting out of his way. <laughs> <laughs> There's some good people right there. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you see the thing we gave uh, uh -uh. Sir Weiner? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's Chris. I didn't even. Yeah. VLO, um, huge, I'm proud to just, I'm not even part of it, but I'm just proud to You're part of be it. Associated. You're part of it. I love. We couldn't do what we do with it. It wasn't for dude, people, I, all I, you people. I love the hearts behind, Christine is freaking. She's a rock, man. Oh my God, dude. She's a rock. She's an all-star. Oh. There's very few people in this world that are. I mean, even able to put up with Scott on a day-to-day -day basis. Right. Still do everything. Right, the balance of business and a family. And <laughs> no it's offense, just... Scott. I love you. <laughs> you know you're a handful. Yeah. So, no, that's. But I, I love them. I love her. I love her heart. I love how both of them want to give and 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 do good. And um, it's nice to be able to, be to do more that. Of that. It's really more of yeah, that. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that as a as a industry, we can 
join together and do better things if we put our heads together. I think I think we could probably do well, better. I think we're on the ground floor of starting something that's yeah. pretty going to end up being amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, you don't doing good things and helping people out does not always have to be a, a huge a monetary factor right. either. Yep. I mean, I can help you out doing something nice for somebody that they didn't expect yeah. or giving you a check for a thousand bucks. Yeah. Sometimes that unexpected show of good faith will, you know, reinvigorate something in you yep. more than put some money in your bank account. Yeah, I agree. Chris, dude, it's so good to chat with I you. I know, man. I've enjoyed this. Me too. And, um, I'm here for you, dude, if you ever need to talk I appreciate or you. Yeah, me too. If you and, have any uh, questions. I enjoy seeing you on social media. Me too. And all the pictures. In person's even better, though. Yeah, for sure. Oh, um, and by Matt Schreyer, you're the last one not on Torsion Talk on the VLO board. I just wanted to throw that out ah, there. <laughs> we got to get a You got everybody right. else. I'll work on it. So. so, hey, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to today's podcast with Chris Lowry from A1 Garage Doors. And uh, we just want to let you guys know that we really appreciate you guys following how you support us. It's just simply listen, and we appreciate that. So like us on Facebook. If you have any suggestions, anything, hit us up. Um, I always respond to comments and, uh, and requests and messages on Facebook. So uh, hit us up. Let us know what's going on with you. And if you have any suggestions for the podcast, thank you very much for following and listening. And uh, we'll talk to you later.